Hello. There we go. What's up? All right, we are back for week three of the Zoo and Goop podcast. How are you doing, Zoop? I'm doing pretty good. What about you, Goop? I'm doing pretty good. All right, let's get it started right off with the last time we're going to talk about this, the NBA Finals. They ended. LeBron won his fourth championship and his fourth Finals MVP. Uh, A lot of people were more concerned about the ratings and how Sunday Night Football doubled the viewers of the NBA, but I think... Nonetheless, Lakers dominated Game Six and won the series. A lot of people expected them to win. I didn't think the Heat were going to win Game Five, but they forced Game Six and got destroyed. So, how do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, the Heat got lucky Game Five. Um, I I gotta say though, I think that the Heat are going to be back. I think next year the Heat are going to be back and they're going to be better than ever. And I think that next year is going to be one of the best years for NBA basketball. You think about all the injuries that we had this year. Well, those guys are going to be back. Kyrie, Katie, Steph, Clay, and the Warriors are going to add whoever they draft with their top pick. I think, what, they have the number two pick? The Warriors are going to be insane next year. So I think that next year is probably going to be one of the best years in basketball in history. Yeah, especially with the young Celtics team with three first-round picks, they're definitely going to be in the contending situation. What's going to be interesting is the Bucks next year and how they – they feel about Giannis and what they do because they clearly, I mean, they crumbled this year in the playoffs. They did it last year and the year before that. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with the NBA? It's going to be interesting. I don't know how the Brooklyn Nets are going to work out. Kyrie seems to ruin every team he's on, so maybe Kim and KD can work out. Well, I think that with Steve Nash, I think if Steve Nash is is – a decent coach, then I think that they they can make a big run at it. Because if they keep Dinwiddie and they keep Levert, I think they they can win with two stars and a very good supporting cast. So they need Allen. They definitely need Jared Allen. Yeah, for sure. All right. Again, you know, we always talk about them first for football, the Dallas Cowboys. And I just want to start off about Dak Prescott and hopefully he'll be returning and be better than ever. But that was a very gruesome injury, and it was almost unfortunate that Alex Smith came back the same week that Dak Prescott got injured. It was almost like an it's hour. A weird coincidence. A very weird coincidence. Makes me think it was staged. But uh, uh, Dak Prescott getting injured, Andy Dalton filling. How do you feel about that? Okay, Andy Dalton brought the Bengals to the playoffs five times. If you can playoffs five times, I think you you can bring this Cowboys team to the playoffs. I think that the the Cowboys are going to be good. They're obviously not going to be as good, but I think the defense is going to figure it out. And I'm actually optimistic because I think this team's going to rally around Daxon. Yeah. Uh, also, I think uh, Andy Dalton coming to the lineup might be better for their offense just in general because they won't be throwing the ball as much and they'll be focusing more on running the ball and setting a run game and getting time of possession rather than scoring quickly and having to throw your defense out there again. And their defense is already awful, giving up 30-plus points and probably a 1,000 straight games. So, I don't know. I mean, they really need to fix that defense. But they did come away with a win and lead the NFC least with a 2-3 and three record. Uh, next game we're going to talk about is the Chiefs versus Raiders. A very interesting game. It was one of the two games we got wrong this week, was Chiefs-Raiders. And we picked the Chiefs, and the Raiders came out on top. I thought it could happen. The Chiefs really didn't play that well against the Patriots, and they still didn't play that well against the Raiders uh, this week. Uh, how do you feel about that game, Kristen? The Raiders? Are the Raiders legit? 
Henry Ruggs is a legit deep threat for Derek Carr to throw. Aguilar had a nice game receiving, and Josh Jacobs is going to do what Josh Jacobs does, and that is feast. And so I think that with this John Gruden offense, I think that this team can go places. I think we're looking at a ceiling of the conference championship, and I think that they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. I think they're more pretenders, but I think they'll definitely make Yeah, they'll the definitely be a wild card team, especially with the addition of another wild card slot. Is that this year? I think so. I believe yeah, that. So they'll definitely make the playoffs. Um, they're really surprising. Their only two losses are to the Patriots and the Bills. So maybe that's their weak spot. They have seized. Who knows? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he played pretty good. He, I mean, the defense really wasn't there. And he had to try to make some miracle plays and threw a pick at pretty much end of the game. But, uh, yeah, the Chiefs, you know, this is the, kind of the same thing that happened last year. They had, like, a slower start. They're always used to fast starts. I know they're four and one, but they haven't really been playing as they were last year. And then they usually pick it up during the middle and the end of the season. So I expect to see that from the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Next, yeah. next game, Seahawks versus Vikings. How do you feel about that game? Okay, so I'm gonna say this, and I, the Seahawks, the Seahawks, they they give they give Seahawks fans a heart attack every single time, like. You, I don't know how you can survive the whole year winning games just solely off of the fourth quarter, but, I mean, they're doing it. I, I still think that they're – I mean, I have them number three in my power rankings, so I still think that they're a top three team. But they've got to figure out a way to put teams away earlier in the game so that we don't have to have some heroics from Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson, you know, he's the reason they're 5-0. and Without him, they would probably be 1-4. To be completely honest, they probably would have lost multiple games. But this game is not as much about Russell Wilson, although he did have a great comeback, and more about that fourth down call. And I think it was one with, like, under two minutes to go. And I just don't like the play call at all. Why would you not just kick the ball and have to force Russell Wilson to make a touchdown and a two instead of trying to win the game right there and then letting him come back and win? That just doesn't make any sense to me. I wouldn't. I, I if Dal if I have Dalvin Cook as my running back and not Madison, Madison's more of a outside zone, you know, sort of toss, you know, get get to the outside type of running back, and I feel like Dalvin Cook's more of down the middle. So I think if I had Dalvin Cook on a fourth and one, I would have ran it. But if I if I don't have him, I think that I definitely yeah, kicked that. That's what I thought, and uh, you know, as soon as Russell Wilson got the ball, I was like, oh, this game's over. But he still had to make some heroic plays, two fourth down conversions, but they won the game, and Kirk Cousins is awful, and Justin Jefferson lost me my fantasy game this week. So that's what I take out of the Vikings game. And uh, the second-to-last game we're talking about is the Steelers, Steelers versus the Eagles. And I think the Steelers are more of a pretender team than a contender team. I think they definitely will make the playoffs. Their division is definitely stacked. I think the Browns will probably fade off during the middle of the season, so the Steelers probably be six seed or five seed. But I think they're more pretenders. They the teams they beat have won one game, and that's it. The Eagles won one game, and all the other teams had had one game until they played them. So I think they're more pretenders, but they do have a good defense. And if Chase Claypool can have four touchdowns in the game, I don't see them losing. Uh, uh, yeah, I gotta say, like. I don't see Chase Claypool. Obviously, he's not going to keep doing this four touchdowns a game. That's not going to happen. But if he can become 
somewhat of an elite guy. Like, I mean, if we can see the emergence of Chase Claypool, I don't see why this team isn't legit. I feel like this team's definitely a contender already. Um, James Conner's a hell of a back, and I think that Juju Smith-Schuster works perfectly with this offense. And if Big Ben can start to get back on track a little bit more, so we can see the old Big Ben, I think that this team is going to be a legit contender. Yeah, we will see. We will see. And now we're going to move to the Bills-Titans game. Tuesday night football, which I don't think has ever happened. Maybe it has. Don't fact-check me on that. How do you feel about the Bills and Titans game? Two undefeated teams. One of them is not going to be undefeated unless they tie. Who do you think is winning this one? I think that the Bills are going to get off to a hot start, and I think that they're going to do sort of what they did with the Rams game. I think that the Titans are going to come back, but I still think that the Bills are going to hold on. Yeah, I think the Bills will have a strong first half. Titans will make some adjustments, but Josh Allen will pull a Russell Wilson and figure out a way to keep their team 5-0, and which is pretty surprising. And just to wrap up this little segment, the Patriots game was canceled this week, and that's the second week in a row we've had a game cancellation due to the coronavirus. How big do you think this is impacting the league? Well, I feel like I feel like some people are panicking, but I'm not I'm not really of the panicky variety because we saw it with baseball. They were able to finish their season. They were able the only there was only one team that didn't play the full amount of games. And I think that was the Cardinals that didn't play the full amount of games. And it really didn't matter too much with the um with the um, with the standings because, I mean, I don't know if you guys watch baseball, but everyone could agree that the Cardinals were a better team than the other teams that were competing for that playoff spot. And so I think that we're going to have the same thing happen with football. There's going to be some people going, oh, I don't think they should be in the playoffs because they didn't play the full 16. Well, I mean, this is a different season. This is the season that we're dealing with. I mean, everyone's playing under these circumstances. Uh, shit happens, you know. So Yeah, I remember, with- like, I don't really watch baseball, but I remember there's, like, Marlins team and multiple other teams had like multiple game cancellations because they got the virus, but that stuff slowly went away. Wasn't then they have like a multiple like week streak of not having any cases, right? Yeah, I mean baseball had a quite a while where they were pretty clear, so I I don't see why then. Yeah, maybe some herd immunity might pick it up. I have no idea. <laughs> but that wraps up this part of the segment, and the next part we have like our star co-host slash. Um, I don't know. Ryan Diaz will be on, so we'll stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. The Zoo and Goo Podcast. I'm your host, Goo, and we are with Zoo and our special guest, Ryan Diaz. Say hello, Ryan. Hello. <laughs> All right. We are first going to talk about the Bears because Ryan, otherwise known as Rue, is a big Bears fan. So how do you feel about the game this weekend, Ryan? Uh, it, it was a crazy game. Uh, definitely stressful as a Bears fan watching that game. Um the defense played a really good game. It was a game of defenses. I mean, neither of the offenses were playing really well. Uh, I think the Bears' defense definitely uh, got a lot of pressure in Tom Brady's face. Uh, he wasn't making a lot of throws that he normally makes. Uh, and then Nick Foles, uh, he, he missed a lot of open throws as well. There was a, a couple a couple throws that he missed that could have been big plays, but – I think he's definitely an improvement over Trubisky. Um, and, I mean, I, I think the Bears probably would have lost that game if Tom Brady didn't have amnesia at the end of the game. But, I mean, it was it was a big win overall for Chicago. And I'm, I'm pretty hyped as a Bears fan. I think our defense is finally back. Khalil Mack finally woke up, got two sacks. It was a good game. 
Yeah, it was a good game. Good to hear. How do you feel about uh, Tom Brady not shaking Nick Foles' hand after the game? Do you think that was purely COVID-related, as some people have said, or do you think it was a sign of disrespect? Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's COVID-related. I, I think it was a pretty personal matchup for Tom Brady. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think it was more of just a, a disrespect kind of thing. Yeah, I don't really think he was the reason they lost, though. I think it was, like, the 11 penalties for, like, 100-something yards. You can't really win a game when your offense and defense combines for over 100 yards of penalties, especially there was that one drive where I know they were in field goal range, and then it, they got, like, four offensive holding penalties, and it was, yeah. like, second and 40. So, I mean, that was yeah. definitely a key point, but it was definitely a big win for the Bears, and that is a good division. Both of the NFC divisions, along with the Seahawks and the the Bears are going to be good divisions to watch out for. All right, and now segueing into fantasy football. Not everyone's fantasy football week go this week. Well, it was a uh, it, it was a loss this week. It was uh, I'll, I'll take the loss. It was a loss. It was it was a dub. I actually won four and one. Yeah, it was a loss for me. If Justin Jefferson wasn't so awful, I would have won. I lost by one point. So, that well, is at least your team happened. scored more than one touchdown outside of your quarterback. So. You actually outscored my team, so really? that's a problem. Yeah, so it's not looking good. Me and Costa are both two and three, and Rue is four and one, but we all know what the happens. Division. We all know what happens to Ryan. He chokes and he loses. So It's really the injuries that have hit hard for us. For both yeah, of us. I haven't run into any injury problems, so I've been kind of lucky, but... You will, Ryan. You will. <laughs> all right. Moving on to our waiver wire picks for the week. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, my big waiver wire pickups are uh, Chase Claypool, obviously, mm-hmm. after a big game. But, I mean, he's just a big wide receiver. He's really fast. And I also have the Fulgum guy from the Eagles. Travis wide Fulgum. Had, yeah, he's had two pretty good weeks back-to-back. Uh, if T. Higgins is available, definitely a pickup. He's been pretty solid and doing much better than A.J. Green. It's definitely a good, solid waiver wire pickup. And I'll think of some more while you two go. Uh, adding on to the receiver list, uh, I was going to say Christian Kirk. Uh, he seems to be the number two guy in Arizona to DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. Uh, he gets a, a de- decent number of targets per game. And then I'd also say Henry Ruggs. I mean, he he's definitely not going to put up another 20-point game, I don't think. But uh, he potentially could be good as well. All right. Um, I definitely agree with all that. I would definitely say if you do not have Brandon Cooks, if you need a wide receiver, I think Brandon Cooks with, um, with Deshaun Watson, I think that's a good pairing. So uh, he's definitely one of my pickups that I would say go ahead and go get. Um, I would look at in I would look at Brandon Ayuk too. I think that if Jimmy um if Jimmy G can like get back on track, I think that Brandon Ayuk is gonna be his favorite receiver. And then for my last one, obviously I like Chase Claypool, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with someone else. I think um Alexander Madison from the uh, from the Vikings. I think that. If you are one of those guys who had Dalvin Cook and he's hurt, I don't know if he's going to play next week. I haven't really looked at that, but I would definitely look into getting Madison because he's a good runner. He's a good outside runner. So definitely go ahead and look at that. 
Yeah, I, I think he's likely going to be out. So definitely, definitely pick him up. I'd also say Chase Edmonds. Uh, it seems like they're they're phasing out the uh, the Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake's getting phased out of that offense, and it seems like Chase Edmonds is in. Uh, he's pretty involved in the passing game as well. So I I definitely pick up Chase Edmonds for a running back. Yeah, I don't uh, agree with Christian Kirk. He's been pretty much awful throughout the whole season for fantasy football. So. I mean, I looked at him. He had, like, four points and five points a couple games. He's not really consistent. I'm not – I mean, I'm not really a fan of those one-game boom wide receivers, which I know some wide receivers could be, like, Chase Claypool could be a one-game boom, or Will Fuller is well-known for being a one-game boom wide receiver. I like more consistent wide receivers like Travis Fulgham and uh, some other players. There's not really many running backs that I can think of off the top of my head that are, like, instant waiver-wire pickups. I know that the the Jets are trying to trade Le'Veon Bell, so maybe Frank Gore. But otherwise, I have no running back. I have, I have one more wide receiver that I would say. Uh, LaVisca Chanel Jr. He's, he plays for the Jags. Um, he's pretty consistent. He gets about 12 points a game. So look at him in some of those deeper leagues. You know, if you've if you got 12, 10, 10 people in the league, definitely look for him. Yeah, I think he was picked up week two in our league, so I don't know. He might be a couple weeks late on that one. Maybe. <laughs> All right, well, we'll be back in a second. Thank you, Rue or Ryan, for coming on to the podcast. All right, thank you for having me. All right, see you. Let's be on our segment of the Zero Good Podcast, and we'll get right into our weekly picks. Uh, this week, right now, we've only missed on two games. It was the Chiefs and the Falcons game. Uh, I don't know why we had hope in the Falcons. They're awful. So, yeah, and we got the Bills tonight, and we'll see if that pays off. And this week, there are actually no Thursday night football games. Which is Good. I, I don't think that they should do Thursday night football games this year. Uh, why? Because of the testing. They, there's an incubation period for the virus. I think that they should have just canceled all Thursday night games so that we wouldn't be, so that we would know if they have it positive before then. Hmm. But let's get into it. So. First game, Broncos Patriots. Uh, Cam's back for sure this week, and uh, I think Gilmore will be back. So I have the Patriots. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Patriots. Easy. Drew Locke might be back, but Belichick eats young quarterbacks for breakfast. So that is true. This is the Patriots win for sure. Uh, next game is Texans versus Titans. Uh, I definitely have the Titans in this game. Uh, no head coach for the Texans. Really, they have Romeo Cornell, who's very old, and they're coming off a win. But I don't think it will beat the Titans. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see. I don't see the Texans doing much this year. I I'll give it to the Titans. Yeah. Next, after that, Browns versus Steelers, a division matchup. How do you feel about this one? Browns Steelers. Um, I think. Okay, this is this might not be a good one, but I'm gonna. Browns, I like what they got with Kareem Hunt going. I know that Nick Chubb's hurt, but their backup is pretty good. And they've got Kareem Hunt starting right now. I like what they're doing with Odell Beckham Jr. And I think that Jarvis Landry's going to pop off. And I'm going to say this. Baker Mayfield, he might be back. He might be back, baby. Uh, I disagree. I'm going to go with the Steelers, despite how they've only beaten one team that has actually won a game. Uh, I think their defense is too swarming for the 
confused and small Baker Mayfield, and I think that they definitely beat the Browns. Probably in a close game because of the Browns running game and play action game, but I think the Steelers beat the Browns. And then the next game, Ravens-Eagles. I think this one's pretty obvious. It's going to be the Ravens, but hopefully Lamar can bounce back after a pretty terrible week five against the Bengals. Uh, but I definitely have the Ravens winning this game. Yeah, I predict an absolute blowout. I think Carson Wentz is going to throw like four picks and they're going to end up putting Jalen Hurts in in the end of the game. Mm, that would be interesting to see. That would definitely be interesting. And then the next game, football team versus the Giants. The team, <laughs> will I, the Giants win their first game or will the football team go two and four? I, I think that Kyle Allen is going to start. So I, I'll, I'll give it to the football team just because I, I just think that Washington is better than New York, but I mean, it really wouldn't surprise me because Washington defense, you know, they're supposed to be all, they're supposed to be this good, supposed to be, oh yeah, we're supposed to be good. I mean, I haven't really seen much. I've watched every single one of their games. I've seen better play from the secondary lately because Kendall Fuller came back, but the linebacker, the linebacking core is god awful and they cannot cover tight ends. I feel like Evan Ingram might have a field day, but I'll still go with Washington. Yeah, I think the football team wins and moves to the first place in the NFC East with their terrible two and four record. Because I think I think the Cowboys play on Monday night and they lose. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, I think the football team bounces back. Kyle Allen plays, gets injured again. Alex Smith throws for seven thousand yards <laughs> and eight touchdowns and a bounce back win against the Giants. Now the Falcons versus the Vikings. This is a game, again, with another 1-4 team and an 0-5 team. But I definitely have the Vikings in this game. Yeah, I think that I, – I feel like the Vikings can definitely get back on track. I, I don't see them making a huge playoff run, but I think they could get back on track to get, like, 7-9. and nine. And, I mean, they can make something out of this year. I, I don't see the Falcons doing anything. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe they win because their coach gets fired and they have a bunch of emotions. But I I just see the Vikings are just a better team and maybe Justin Jefferson can catch more than four passes or three passes and win me my fantasy game next week if I still have him on my team. I have the Falcons. I mean the Vikings winning against the Falcons. After that we have Lions Jaguars, another another game where it's one and three versus one and four. I think I'm going to take the Lions in this game. What about you? Uh, I feel like Matt Patricia is going to get fired soon, but I'm going to go with the Lions. Um, I think that Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback than Gardner Minshew, and I also like the Lions defense a little bit more than the Jags. Yeah, I, although both coaches are definitely not the best, I think that Matt Patricia is a better head coach than Doug Marron, so I think that he edges them out and the Lions win. Game and then the next game, Bengals versus Colts. I think I have the Colts in this one, but I think the Bengals do keep it close. Yeah, I see. The problem is AJ Green. Is he gonna get traded? Because it looked like he asked for a trade on the sideline, and I I don't like all these sideline antics. Like whenever I see someone mouthing off on the sideline, you know that that's a bad situation. I'm gonna go with the Colts in this one. I think Philip Rivers hits Mo Ali Cox for a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I doubt that. He doesn't catch any touchdowns. But, I mean, A.J. Green has been tortured by the Bengals organization for, like, what, like 10 years now. He's been stuck there. Well, they haven't done anything, so I can understand his frustration. In the final game, the 1 o'clock slate for this Sunday is Bears versus Panthers. 
I'm going to go with the Shocker here, but I'm going to go with the Panthers. 3-0 and in their last three games. They might be getting Christian McCaffrey back. Depends on the news coming out tomorrow. And I think they out-edge the Bears. I think that if McCaffrey comes back, that they'll beat the Bears. But if he doesn't, I'm going to take the Bears in this one because I think that the Bears' defense is getting on track. And I think that they can have a field I think they can have a field day on the uh, offensive line of the Panthers. Interesting record, though. Panthers are three and zero without McCaffrey. So maybe McCaffrey coming back. It's interesting. It's the best thing. But McCaffrey definitely makes them better. So, yeah. All right, and the greatest matchup of this weekend: Jets versus Dolphins. Oh my gosh! Um, I definitely have the Dolphins in a blowout victory over Joe Flacco and the Jets. Uh, we're not going to waste our time. Dolphins, easy. If they blow up the Niners, they're definitely going to blow up the Jets. Not even going to be close. And this is probably the game of the weekend. Buccaneers versus Packers. This is definitely going to be a fireworks show, but I have the Packers winning this one. Uh, yeah, I think that the Packers, the Packers offense is going to just torch the Buccaneers defense. And if the Buccaneers continue to have penalties, then they're never going to win. They're just, I mean, that was an awful showing last week with the penalties. Yeah, it was, definitely was not the best showing, and that definitely cost them the game. All right, wow, there's only two 4 o'clock games next week? That's weird. All right, and uh, Sunday Night Football, Rams-Niners. I, uh, I think I'm going to take the Rams here. I'm going to take the Rams. I think the Rams are uh, going to have a really good season. I have them pretty decently high in the power rankings, so I think that they're good. Yeah, I definitely have the Rams here. Uh, Niners, hopefully Kittle can get some more action in this game and maybe not lose by 30 points. Watch for Brandon Ayuk. I would watch out for him. I think he's going to have a good game. Yeah, he's definitely a a very athletic rookie. And another highlight game of the weekend, or I guess the new week, Monday Night Football, Chiefs versus Bills, 5 p.m. This is going to be a shocker, but I'm going to go with the Bills in this game. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I would definitely – I would love to see the Bills knock the Chiefs off because I think that would just be so cool. But I think that Patrick Mahomes, I think that they get it going. And I think that the, it all starts with the run game because if they can get Clyde involved early, then that totally opens up the passing game and Tyreek Hill can have a field day. Yeah, but I think that the Bills are just, right now at least, a better overall team. Uh, their defense definitely needs to improve. But, I mean, they're on a roll, and the Chiefs have kind of been, uh, like, dragging along. But I think the Bills – it really depends if the Bills win tonight, though. If the Bills lose tonight, then I think the Chiefs will win. But if the Bills win tonight, I think the Bills will beat the Chiefs. And the final game of the weekend, Cardinals versus Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals here just because of Kyler Murray uh, and, and DeAndre Hopkins, and that's pretty much it. I think Kyler Murray throws for, like, 350 yards. Hopkins has 115 a touchdown. I think they win. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I think that I think I understand that the Cardinals have a high powered offense and that they can totally torch the Cowboys defense. But I think that they're gonna rally around this Dak injury and I think that the Cowboys are gonna not only they're they're not only gonna be I think that they're gonna run the ball so much more with Zeke that I think it's just gonna it's gonna help the defense because it's gonna keep them off the field for longer and it's also gonna help the offense because when you run the ball and you run it well, it totally opens up the passing game. That is true. That is very true. And that wraps up our weekly picks here in Zoom. And now for the top 10 teams, I'm going to have Zugo first. 
list your top 10 teams from 10 to 1. All right. I had a tough time choosing number 10. So I'm going to give you 10A, 10B, and 10C. 10C. So, so not really. The Raiders. 10, we're gonna... The Raiders. I think that they are going to have a hell of a season. Then the Bears. And then the Browns. I'm all in on the Browns hype right now. Number 10, definitely a good spot for them. And I know that the Buccaneers have fallen out of my list. And that's because they, they, they're they shooting themselves in the foot with all these penalties. And I was kind of tired of it watching watching on Thursday Night Football. Number nine, I've got the Rams. I think that they've got some studs on offense. And they've obviously got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on the defense. And I think that they can be really good. Uh, the Titans, still undefeated. They're sort of a question mark. I couldn't really move them around that much in my power ranking. So I just kept them there. Um, number seven, the Saints. They moved up for me. I think... I know that they sort of struggled on Monday night, but I still think that, I mean, you saw Drew Brees throw deep ball. He threw that deep ball to Jared Cook. I like Alvin Kamara, and I think the defense played pretty well in the second half, so I think that they can ride the momentum. Uh, Number six, I have the Steelers. I think that they're a legit team, and I think this is a perfect spot for them. They haven't lost yet, and there you go. The Ravens at five. Um, Lamar has been struggling, so that's why I dropped him down. And, uh, I mean, there's not much more to say about that. I think I think that they can get back up there, though. Uh, the Bills at four. Um, I mean, if if in a perfect world we could have made this list tomorrow, but we had to do it today. So I guess Bills at four is a pretty good slot since they're undefeated. And this is, this is a difficult one. Um, I had the Seahawks at three just because I don't like that they keep playing in these close games. Um, and then I have Chiefs at two because, I mean, they lost to the Raiders and the Packers at one because they had a bye and they're still undefeated. So there you go. Yeah, it's a pretty solid list. I'm going to make some tweaks. All right. For my list, I, of course, have to have Patriots. I'll move them to number 10 just because I didn't play this. But I think, okay, I'm getting back. I don't see them losing. So they're number 10. Number nine for me is definitely either – I would either change out the Rams or the Browns. I think I put the Rams there right now, though, just because they are, I mean, a better overall team with a better coach. Although the, uh, the Browns' new coach, Kevin Stefanski, I think his name is, he's, he's actually helping this offense and really changing it and making it better. Number eight, um, I'm going to go with the Titans again. Didn't really change. They play tonight, so we'll see how they work playing tonight but i mean i don't think they're gonna win tonight we'll see what happens still up to number eight number seven is the saints i saw drew Brees throw the ball for over 30 yards in the air which hadn't happened in three years so there we go i saw him do it and maybe that maybe that puts my belief more in the saints he also came back from a 17 point lead which his record before was like one and 45 so although they were down Herbert and the Chargers like to go up by a lot and then lose the lead. They've done that back-to-back weeks. So So that's not surprising to me. Number six, I'm going to have the Steelers at number six. Uh, Still undefeated, still still 4-0. But this week when they play the Browns, it will be a tester for them playing a team that's actually won more than one game. So we'll see what they do. Um I have at number five the Ravens, just like you. Lamar's been pretty shaky, so definitely going to keep him there, but I think they'll get better over the season. And they'll probably incorporate J.K. Dobbins more in the offense and lean away from Mark Ingram, which might put some new young legs in and maybe explode the offense a little more. Uh, 
Number four, I have the Buffalo Bills at number four. Uh, they're undefeated, and I think they're going to win tonight and win next week. So they'll only be going up from here. Number three, I have the Chiefs at number three. Uh, with a loss to the Raiders. The other two teams are undefeated. That's the only reason why the Chiefs are below them. But that is why the Chiefs are at the bottom. Not the bottom, number three. Number two is the Seahawks, only because of Russell Wilson and his comebacks in every single game. That's the reason they are number two and number one, without a doubt, is the Green Bay Packers. And in case something changes, I'll have them number one there for probably probably a pretty long time. All right, that is it from today in the Zoo and Goo podcast. I am Goo. And I am Zoo. And we'll see you next week.